are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is going deeper with Doc and the Hawk after a one-week hiatus. I was extremely busy with my medical duties, and of course, John Hawk was uh, going off to see the the Giants victorious again. Yeah, another another win, another great week. Six and one, maybe seven and one after today. Truly, an unbelievable start, and we have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. We have none other than the commissioner of the Ginger Bowl himself. Kamesh, how are you doing? Very well, thanks, uh, Keith. Um, uh, Mentioning uh, sound guy Keith already, huh? Sound guy uh, Keith isn't here. Uh, I, thought, I thought he died. I thought <laughs> Doc died. <laughs> Doc can never die, baby. He lives on. Well, that brings me to an interesting question. What was the medical procedure that you were doing last week? I was... Uh, uh, I was extremely busy with um, uh, sabotaging Jamar Chase's uh, hip oh, flexor. Don't bring it up. Actually. Don't bring it up. Uh, <laughs> don't bring it up. It's painful. to. The news was so painful because he went for about 150 yards and two touchdowns with a broken hip, and now he's out for four to five weeks. Truly tragic. As a Ravens yeah. fan, I can only ah. say truly tragic. Back in time for the playoffs, though. Yeah, that should be. He should be. Um, but yeah, we have uh, the commission today laying down with some laws and setting some some rumors straight. There's been a, a lot of uh, collusion talk, a lot of things started by me mostly, as um, always in the league. And uh, also, <laughs> yeah. rumors of uh, a change at the tight end position, John, next year is Ginger Bowl. You hear that? Oh yeah, I think that that is necessary because it's getting grim out here and uh these tight ends just they're not what they used to be uh john hawk is like the dan snyder of the league he's got a file a secret file on everyone who he's just waiting to unleash whenever he sees fit indeed and, uh, I'm, and i'm what i'm worried as the commissioner i've got a lot to lose I got a lot to lose as the commissioner, and it's I'm a, worried I'm next. It's a thick file on you, sir. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there might be a file, there might not be. I'm not sure. Um, I just know that things, when things have to get done in the league, open up, open it up, and you know, make a couple of phone calls, send a couple. Whatever of it takes. And, yeah, whatever it takes. All right. Um, well, today we, then, yeah, what we're gonna do, commission, as always, <clears throat> we're gonna have a look at your draft. From a couple months back now, um, you had the eighth spot, I believe. Uh, yeah, that would be correct. And uh, okay. you went with your first pick, Dalvin Cook. Oof. Yeah. 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 He's so, solid. Um, slow start. He's picked it up. I was always going to go running back, no mm. matter what. And I was not going to go Henry. So that pretty much left me, I guess, between Cook and Eckler. Yeah. And I've made the wrong choice, clearly. So far. So far. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Cook is he, he, he's borderline top 12. He's, um, he's just outside the top 12. So he's, he's not quite an RB1. But... Um, not a blown pick, but not a winning pick either, I'd say. I think it's fine. It's fairly safe. I mean, he's good. he'll do fine. He's yeah, going to do – he's going to come good. 
over the course of the season, I think he's probably going to go up a little bit in the ranks because uh, he's yeah. a really good runner. Yeah. As long um, as he stays healthy, he's got the dodgy shoulder, which has already flared up. Uh, yeah. But you say that about all running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I saw him, haven't seen many games myself, but I have seen a few of the London games. And I, I thought against the Saints, oh, he doesn't, he looks a bit slow and oh, he doesn't look that good. And I was, um, I was doubting him, but since then he's actually put up some good games. So, um, yeah, hopefully he's just, He'll, he'll keep improving and, you know, the Vikings, they're an indoor team. Um, it should be high offense the entire year. So, you know, yeah. if the he keeps his level, it, honestly, if he keeps his level, I, I'd be, I won't be disappointed. And the Vikings are good. They're a good team. So they should score points. Great offense. Probably um, better than last year. For sure. That, yeah. They're going to win the division as well. I don't, I think that division's pretty much over. Um, I'd agree. So with your, with your second pick, you had the, the the envy of the entire draft. The man Every everyone single. wanted. Yeah, everyone groaned with envy after this pick. It was Saquon Barkley, early second round. Commissioner, explain your brilliance to everybody. Well, yeah, well, I think at the at that time it was a bit of a uh, you. It's not a reach looking back, but I think he went above expectations. But my theory is um, you just – ADP doesn't matter. You take who you want, and I wanted him, and this was my last chance to get him. So yeah. it had to be done. And, uh, you know, I, I guess Cook was kind of my safe pick. And Barkley was my potential uh, home run pick. Right. Uh, so it's it's worth a shot. It, it could go up go up in flames, or it could be it could have been a good pick, and it's turned out the good way. So I'm happy with it. Yeah, Barkley is definitely. Uh, I wanted him as well. I thought maybe I had a chance to get him at the where I was in the second round. I mean. Uh, I was I was really upset there. I mean, he's he's the best <laughs> he's the best running back in the game right now. It's not even close. Yeah, he's been awesome. It's been good to see because he's been sick for so long. Yeah, and like he's he's actually making cuts and making people miss and like doing those wow plays that mm-hmm. Jason Garrett somehow couldn't dial up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I just think that the whole offensive scheme is so much better much more fit for his abilities now than it was like where they were just running him into the line 20 times a game like straight forward so two great picks to start with your draft and then this happened yeah this is but this was kind of like nobody could have seen this happening I mean like he had like a really good rookie year yeah so Carl Pitts is who we're talking about and um I'm curious what would have happened if I didn't pick him. I wonder if I could have got him on the way back because the next tight end wasn't Dale took a tight end straight afterwards. And then there wasn't one for another two rounds. Um, I wonder if I could have got him in the fourth round, but regardless, 
he had a decent rookie year, but yeah, coming out of college, fifth overall pick, it doesn't happen that often for tight ends. You've like got to never. be never like Kellen Winslow the second is like yeah. the closest thing I can think of, and he was sixth, I think. Um, so it doesn't happen for no reason. Uh, and if someone, if, if a player is awesome, they're going to show it within the first two years, I think. And so I took the gamble, you know, tight end traditionally, maybe not traditionally, but often there's, there's an, an elite tier and then there's a lower tier. And yeah. I feel like if you can get in that elite tier and a potential like super elite tier, that's a huge advantage. So I, I took the punt. I, I, I thought it was worth a try. Um, hasn't turned out that way at all. There's not many worse picks in the first three rounds than that. It, it has to be the most disappointing pick regard if you take out injuries. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a killer pick. You know, I could have picked up a, a high scoring. I could have had Tyree kill. For yeah. example, that I, was the name that I was looking at. I was like, imagine if Kamish had Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah, a but, consistent I mean, I, point scoring wide receiver would be just would make a huge difference for my team, and I gave that up, and it, it's a huge loss, a huge loss for me. I thought he'd be pretty good this year, though. I I don't think it was. I mean, I don't. I never love picking an early tight end unless we change the rules and make tight end full PPR, which I. Might be pretty good. Um, a pretty good idea for next year. But I thought he'd be better than he is now. It's definitely been worse than advertised. Yeah. Like, he was good last year. He had, like, 900 yards receiving. I, I think his numbers for the overall season last year looked pretty good, but I think the ride was, was not, not quite as uh, smooth as, you know, the numbers suggest. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think if you ask Dale, who had him last year, he, I don't think he'd be drafting him, drafting him again. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, well, that yeah. Um, what could have been could have been Hill and you know somebody else. Your fourth round pick, Zeke Elliott. How do you feel about that? Well, he's no longer on your roster. Oh, fine. I, I again, this was part of my strategy. It was. Honestly, um, for my entire draft, it worked out exactly how I wanted it to. Um, as it turned out, it wasn't a very good idea based on my total points, but I wanted three running backs in the first four rounds. Wow. Um, I went with a, a zero or a... Um, I avoided running backs last year. In the, in the draft. I think like round eight or something, something silly was my first running back last year. And then, and, and when you're, when you're worried about the Tennessee Titans third running back, <laughs> possibly becoming the second running back because Derrick Henry got injured. It's a shit existence. It's grim. It's, oh, I did not want to go through that again. So, I liked your draft last year, actually. I, I took a lot of inspiration from your draft that I did this year. Well, um, 
it's <laughs> well, it, it obviously worked, injury... it worked for you. It worked for you a lot better than it worked for me. I just think, yeah, you waited a bit too long for the running backs and you like a yeah. value. And um, but you, like without the Lamar Jackson injury last year, I I thought you you had a good beginning draft. Yep. No. Like, I, I, I. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. I felt the same way. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but so Elliot, I didn't expect him to set the world on fire. I thought he'd be a solid citizen. I thought he'd be a, fe- a flex play. Um, Pollard is the better player. Yeah. I think everyone knows that, but Zeke was still going to get his touches as long as he's on the team. Mm-hmm. That's proven to be the case. He's gotten better as the season's gone on. And uh, at the same time, though, I was sort of happy to move him on for a potentially better asset or, or, or yeah. a different asset. It, yeah. Again, my opinion hasn't changed. He's a solid citizen, mm-hmm. but he's not going to bring in the 20-plus point games. My problem with this pick, Mish, is that Zeke is never going to be a a league winner anymore, but there are potential league winners in the fourth round, like Tyree AJ Brown. AJ Brown, uh, Mike Evans. I mean, there's a lot of good Um, players there. Just imagine. Certainly a lot of consistent wide receiver points, for sure. Yes, continue, John. It would be scary if you went Hill and AJ Brown. That's all I'm saying. Terrifying. If your team, if your team was Cook, Barkley, Hill, AJ Brown, that's pretty scary. That's true. That's true. Um, that's like a those four can put up a hundred points a week. Just those four. Yeah. Easily. On a good, on um, a good, on a very good week. That's true. Uh, I, I'd say like yeah, like a an average week for them would be seventy five. Like a real good week, 100, 110. Um, mm, that's true. Yeah. How about but, this okay. fifth pick, John? But then this, this pick I'm jealous about because I went, well, I mean, they're kind of evening out a little bit now. So in the fifth round, you went Lawrence. Mm. I kind of wish I picked him over Fields. Mm. They were, they're in the same round. They're three spots away, four spots away. Um, <clears throat> but they're even out a bit. But Lawrence does look like a, a better passer and he has better weapons. Yeah, uh, he 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 was always my plan to be the number one quarterback for me. Mm-hmm. Similar theory to Pitts. Lawrence has been touted as the number one next Andrew quarter, Luck, number one quarterback pick since his freshman year. So yeah, that was his first year of college. Played three years of college. Nothing like he was an elite elite prospect. Um, if you're any good, you sh- you should show it in your second year. And I'm still not convinced that he's the he will be in the elite elite guys, but he's improved and luck and good for me is that he he's not afraid to sneak, he's not afraid to scramble, he gets yeah. those quarterback rushing touchdowns. Which is which is a big boost. So Very even nice. if he's not passing, even if he's not passing that well as a young guy, he can still punch it in on his feet. 
Yeah, I, I feel like, unfortunately for Lawrence, he has a lot to unlearn from uh, last year. Yeah, you know, that, that first year with Urban Meyer, like it's just he's gonna have to forget all that and and retune himself. Disaster. That one year was tough. I mean, I think I don't know. Yeah, the case, the jury's still out. Really, is he good or not? Um, against the Giants, he looked okay, but really that was more like Etienne was doing a lot, like was running it a lot more. Um, but I think he's that's a pretty solid quarterback pick. It, like in a two QB league, if you're exactly. going late on quarterback, that's like, that's a good yeah. pick in the fifth round. I was very happy with it. Definitely better than the next quarterback off the board, which was Matt Ryan, who is yeah. now retired. Who now is in a nursing home. Yes. <laughs> How about your sixth pick then, uh, Commission? All right. Well, this was, this is my guy. This is who I wanted above anyone else. And, I don't know how later later he would have been taken or not, but I was very happy with him to be my number one wide receiver. I think it was totally justified based on his first two two weeks. He's gotten banged up since then, and who knows how the rest of the rest of the year is going to turn up. But um, the end of last year was dynamite. Uh, hard knocks. Got to look at him. I thought, okay, he's a serious guy. This guy takes yeah. it. This guy wants to be the best. And I was in. Chips in with the uh, the Egyptian yeah. boy, Aman Ra. Yeah, I was going to say, was... this has been a great quiz for those that don't know what your pick was because it was just like <laughs> hint after hint after hint. Yes, it's Aman Ra St. Brown, who unfortunately has been injured but did get off to an insane start this year he's so yeah. good he's great like yeah well he got 19 and 36 something something like that for his first two weeks and he, he doesn't strike me as the well, he's definitely not the biggest he's not the fastest but he's just like the most determined he's the a most worker dogged. He's, he's a worker he's like he's like a robert woods kind of player um like a marvin harrison maybe like a marvin harrison at the very yeah. top end he's he, he's not gonna put up those kind of stats but um yeah i, might have I think him. i think he's a great player and i hope he gets back on track yeah and he's since, playing today yeah and, and similar to uh to barkley that was you know not necessarily a reach but it was you definitely took the guy you wanted yeah but it, once the draft's finished, the draft order doesn't matter. And you get what's important is you get the guy you want. You, you, you back yourself, pick the guy you want, live by your pick. Yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. We'll talk yeah, about yeah. not working. Uh, Antonio Gibson with your seventh <laughs> pick. I mean, After his failed hit on. Uh... Ryan Robinson early in the season. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, obviously, it didn't, whoever he hired didn't do the job properly. And Brian Robinson now is the uh, lead back. Well, last well, week, actually, uh, Gibson, I think, probably played a little bit more than uh, Robinson. And don't he looked be better. so sure about that, Hawk. He looked better. Uh, uh, I don't know. That's... Who, who, who returns the kickoff? That's my question. That's true. It is kind of weird that they make him do it. That. 
if it like that's why I also that Isaiah Pacheco buzz Pachinko. he's still yeah, he's still returning the kickoffs. What you don't put a player that you value back there. You put some guy who's gonna run through a wall and probably get blown up. Well, they put Pachinko there yeah, because uh, Sky Moore is so goddamn bad. Yeah, they he's bad. They can't trust him. I, I thought Sky Moore when I when he got drafted was like six three, like two thirty, but he's not a big. He's not that big. He's yeah, kind of like smaller. He's kind of like Tyreek Hill. That was the idea. Yeah. They wanted him to be the new Tyreek. Oh, yeah, they got the new one now. Uh, we'll get to that later, I guess. Yeah, we can um, talk about that. But Gibson, yeah, I thought Gibson was undervalued, actually, like in the draft. And you'll get value out of him, but you'll just have to, like, put him in and kind of hope sometimes. Well, I uh, Robinson, is that the other running back's name? Robinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he he got shot before the draft, and so there was a four week window where Gibson would be able to um, get some touch, get touches, obviously audition for the top yeah. spot. And if you know, if you dominate, you're not going to get the you're not going to get it taken off you. Yeah, and he's shown the potential in the past, so mm-hmm. I thought it was worth thought it was worth a shot. Yeah, I, um, I agree and, with what you're saying. And yeah. he was, and he was solid. Those four weeks weren't bad. He was borderline. Well, he was at least an RB two. He was never worse mm-hmm. than that. He he was decent. Um, I I don't know why they insisted to go to Robinson so quickly. But Must be something going on that we just don't see. Yeah, that's know. true. Well, Gibson's had a lot of fumble problems. Not necessarily this year, but in in the past. Yeah, well, that's a good way to get yourself out of playing time, and 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 he he was a what a wide receiver at college, and yeah, dra- drafted by I think oh, was Rivera there when they drafted him? I can't I can't quite remember, so. but like, um, you know, I mean his his it, first week he dominated, like yeah, it was one. great. Yeah. And he he's a he's a natural wide receiver. I don't know, McKissick and him are. They cancel each other out, like mm-hmm. their best attributes. Um, but in the first week, Gibson was catching balls down the field. He caught a really quite a long pass and yeah. got a touchdown catching last week. Like, it's, yeah, it's pretty good last week as well. But like for some mm-hmm. reason, there was like four games they just didn't use him. I, I, I honestly, I like the player Kamesh, but I, I, I don't like the pick because you went tight end early. You've got one quarterback one wide receiver mm. and then with your seventh pick you went for a fourth running back and yeah you're probably never going to play him apart from on bye weeks right so i, I would have liked to see a quarterback or a receiver here Gabe uh, davis was available oh no he wasn't sorry um he was his backup i wanted to not have to worry about running backs that was a huge thing not what don't want to worry and I, honestly i wasn't thinking about drafting gibson he wasn't on my radar but I thought he slipped. I thought he fell, and I thought I have to take the chance. He, he yeah. wasn't on my radar, but I thought it's worth a shot. You last year, you really the the running back situation last year really led you to your picks this year. I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely influenced me. Because it did get grim there last year. I mean, it, like for me, even it's grim, and I went late running back. Um, 
and it's yeah I, I understand but yeah I, I would have went a wide receiver or a quarterback I think but looking at who's after Gibson yeah, uh, that's I mean, the other thing. You got to consider who else would I could I have taken, and yeah, you're getting down to the scrubs of quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. I don't like I don't AJ Brown isn't isn't wasn't on the Titans or isn't on the Titans. So Tannehill was like I just struck him right off the list um, of quarterbacks. So yeah, it's it's hard to see a player. I would have liked uh, Hollywood Brown. Well, now he's hurt. But I mean, yeah, you couldn't have forecast that. But he he was okay before he got hurt, right? He was pretty good. Yeah, no, it <laughs> he was, was really good. pretty good. He was he was yeah. playing really well. Um, he was a top yeah, ten maybe. wide receiver. Yeah, I, I'm a believer in Hollywood Brown. Let's just do uh, a couple more picks just to finish this off, yeah. and then we'll take a break. Uh, you got Goffling, the Goffling himself, as your uh, QB two. Was this also influenced by Hard Knocks? No, he wasn't on Hard Knocks. <laughs> mm. he, he, he literally wasn't on it. Um, cheap stack, though. A cheap stack. Like, I like a good cheap stack. If if the quarterback is, like, in a position where he's definitely going to be the starter for the whole season and, you like, he's throwing to somebody who's really better, you know, like a better caliber wide receiver, I like a cheap stack like that. Yeah, I... I, I to Keith's question, it wasn't specifically about golf, what I saw on Hard Knocks, but more maybe Detroit being better in general would mean the quarterback would be better in general. And, you know, Goff's had his detractors, but he's also put up stats yeah. for the majority of his career, whether or not he's the most talented or not. He puts up the numbers. So, yeah. um, have to have him as my quarterback too. That's a risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's maybe not a smart plan. But I mm. thought I could have hit on one of my other two quarterbacks afterwards to pick up the slack. Could have went the case, Dimes. in the case that it didn't work out. Could have went Danny Dimes, who's you know probably second or third in the league in rushing quarterback. Yes, well, if I had a crystal ball, (laughs) then that's what I would have done, obviously. Um, It is pretty funny. Just a quick tangent about Jones. His numbers are pretty similar to Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts is being talked about as the MVP of the league. Just a quick side note, if you want to, you know, some light reading. Hurts has thrown a few more touchdowns. Uh, Only a couple more, but it's not as... uh, not as disparate as you would think. So Jones has thrown uh, six touchdowns. Yep. Hertz has, let's see. Sorry, this is a bit of a tangent. What? Seven games? Six games? Hey, Hertz only has six touchdown passes as well. There you go. Wow. There you go. So maybe. What, uh, the, hell? Has... what the hell's going on? <laughs> six touchdowns. Yeah, that's this is 1970 stats. Yeah. Well, Jalen Hurts also has six rushing touchdowns. Rushing, yeah, he has a lot of more rushing touchdowns. I would say. I think Jones probably has three or four rushing touchdowns. Um, but yeah, it's I'm a not sure if that's now. true either. But we can move on. Jones three, three, three yeah, rushing three, touchdowns. Three. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's keep going. So we'll do a couple, maybe two more picks. Uh, Thielen. 
hooked on a feeling? How yeah, no. Uh, just, just a a guy. Stocks, just a guy. Stocks just standard, a guy. wide receiver two, yeah. touchdown potential. Yeah, they've got. Mm, is he the best receiver in the league? Is Jefferson the best? He's one of the best. Let's put him in the top three. They've got one of the top three wide receivers in the league, and yet Thielen has outscored him in touchdowns both years that Jefferson's yeah. been there. So he's a touchdown threat, wide receiver two, probably weaker than most guys' wide receiver twos, but um, that that was the, the trade-off I was willing to take. Mm-hmm. And he's been... Whatever. He's been okay. He's been about what I expected, maybe a bit less, but he's not make or break for my team. Yeah, Yeah, he's had three good games and three pretty bad games. Yeah. Um, And we'll jump the next pick. We'll jump to your 11th pick, I guess, and then that'll be it, uh, to Chase Claypool. He's about to become a giant. Well... Reports are to be believed. Damn, if if I... If I thought a, a trade was a possibility, I would have kept on to him. And of course, of course, the week I drop him, he actually has a good game. That was a, yeah. that was a dollar oh one that was going to happen. I had him all last year, did shit, kept him all this year. He's done nothing. But I'm mean, I'm just a believer. He he's he's got. He's a your guy. Football is not all about the physical characteristics but it's a lot to do with it yeah. and he's he he has one of the best physical characteristic group sets of any wide receiver in the league so um the problem is he's had freaking bung arm Roethlisberger thrown to him and Trubisky this year so I think that's the biggest thing holding him back. Nothing to do with himself. More just like Roethlisberger was throwing five yards down the field last year was his average yards or like something silly. That's not Claypool's game. So honestly, if the Giants get him, that's a huge win for you guys. Yeah, it'd be massive. I don't know. I think they're asking too much though. Like I think they want a first or second rounder. What? Yeah, that's too much. That's uh, that's way too much. Mm. Tired of cramping up? Worried about deep vein thrombosis? Scared you're going to lose your job to a third-string quarterback? Join Russell Wilson's in-flight fitness routine sponsored by china southern china southern when you have no other choice bowl down the aisles knocking over stewardesses patrons and all sorts of things keeping everyone awake ruining a nice flight russell wilson's in-flight fitness routine after completion of the program you will receive one danger witch lightly expired Danger witches, take a chance. Live dangerously. 
All okay. right, what an interesting new sponsor we've got there, the uh, the Danger Witch and the Mid-Flight Fitness Routine from, from Russell Wilson, who really has been struggling this year. We've received a shipping container full of Danger Witches. They're not, you know, they say these FDA regulations are, are bullshit about, like, you know, best sell-by date. I mean, mold on bread. I think it's all right. We're, we're giving them out as well to, you know, the first 10 callers to the show. Have you tried cool. it? It's called the Danger Witch. It's supposed yeah. to be dangerous. There you You're go. supposed to maybe have to go to the hospital afterwards. All right. Um, well, in- let's interesting. get back to the end here. Yeah, we, we, we got a question here from uh, Corey. <laughs> uh, this is Brian's little brother. We requested a, a question, and he immediately answered us with a great question. I think perhaps Sound Guy Keith is going to play the question for us on the uh, the show. Yeah. And then uh, we'll answer. This is Baby Brother Wilson. Hey, Doc and the Hawk. It's Corey. Rise, Baby Brother. Um, as my 6-0 and Eagles head into the bye week, I've been thinking a lot about trades. And last night, as the CMC trade went down, I was thinking, hmm, what would be the most exciting trade fantasy football could see? Um, as far as reactions go to that CMC trade, I think the Niners think they're way better than they are, particularly because of the fact that they gave up a 2, 3, 4 in this year's draft and a 5 in a future draft. Hmm. A lot of draft capital to give up for somebody whose quarterback is absolute garbage and the future looks seemingly as bleak in Trey. Uh so yeah, I guess my question to summarize is if you could determine any trade for the good of all fantasy, uh, what would it be? I'm guessing there's going to be some DJ Moore takes because DJ Moore is talented, but my lord, Carolina is not. Um, go Birds, go Phillies. Thanks, guys. Okay, that's an interesting uh, question there, uh, baby brother Wilson. Um, for me, I would like for my fantasy team to be exponentially improved. As a Terry McLaurin owner, I would love to see Terry McLaurin be sent to Green Bay to play with Aaron Rodgers, who has really been struggling with wide receivers this year, and I know he could unleash the potential of Scary Terry. I don't know about Rodgers. I mean, I, he took the whole summer off to just do mushrooms, and now he's you know, he should have been working with these guys. 100%, but I think he can still unleash Scary Terry. Well, I'm, I'm moving with John in the fact that it seems like Rogers doesn't want to get hit anymore. He's not yeah. willing to put his body on the line. And so I think the Packers, I think Rogers has one of the, well, it's a fact, they have one of the lowest uh, times from taking the ball to throwing the ball, which means he's getting rid of the ball super quick, which means, yeah, Terry Rod, uh, sorry, scary Terry is going to have to be good at wide receiver screens and uh, super quick slants. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm just, McLaurin is a great player. I'm not sure about Rogers specifically. Yeah. I think he can still throw a ball, but yeah, you're right. He's He's been more limited this year than last year for sure. Like, I can't believe they let Devontae Adams just leave. Like, the, the thought of that 
is insane. He like, wanted to go. But I think it's because they made no offer. I think they just were like, yeah, we're not going to resign you. I, I heard a rumor that they matched the offer, but he just wanted to go. I mean, it's cold there and kind of like a little probably boring to live in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, I can see why he'd want to leave. I mean, Vegas is obviously more fun. The weather's nicer. Yeah. I He's love those guys. They they leave there during the season and then they Yeah, they leave yeah. at, at they after leave. the season's over. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a long twenty weeks so. though. All of them. <laughs> yeah, I'd say most people most of the players, yeah, they, they're not like even Rogers, he goes to Malibu. Like he's out like yeah. once the season's over. Um, who you got for a, a, a potential hypothetical trade that would improve your fantasy team? Well, I can't believe how coincidental this question is because I feel like it's being asked directly to me because I've got Kareem Hunt, Oof. who seems to be the center of trade rumors currently. And yeah, the, the rumors are the Rams. Um, the Rams, McVeigh, you know, they get the high-scoring Rams in the past. They got the image of being high-flying, big-throwing, but no, they're actually a running team. Yeah. And if Hunt was to take that position and to be the number one guy, that would be a that would be a windfall for me. Uh, but him to any position any team where he'd be the number one guy i'd take it but the rams just just seem so attractive even though they're struggling this year i trust mcveigh super bowl winner quote unquote offensive genius send him to the rams see what happens i'm just surprised they haven't gotten them already i think that the thing is they really want to get rid of acres at the same time and like mm. nobody wants acres nobody wants them um and then the other report was that if he doesn't get traded after this week. He's going to come back and play. Yeah, I just read that too. So it's possible that they're just waiting them out. Yeah, but like Kareem Hunt makes sense to the Rams. And I he's think a great he, player. Yeah, I think he should. If he doesn't go, the Rams could really. I mean, where do you see him going? Um, maybe the Eagles. Well, that's um, where the yeah, the Kamara rumors start as well. Yeah, maybe he goes to the Eagles. That's also a good fit, but it's also that's a backfield by committee. Which um, Hunt is used to at this point. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Uh, John, for me, how about, how about you? Well, I mean, I I've picked a lot of mainstay players, not a lot of tradable players on my fantasy team, except one, and it's the one that I would do or would like to see come to the Giants and Jerry Judy to the Giants get ten targets a game. He's not, you know, I don't know how good he is. He's only 23. He was a first-round pick. He's shown, like, flashes of being really good. Um, some injury history. But if they could get him for, like, a third or fourth-round pick, sure. Get him. Give him 10 targets a game. It would help my t fantasy team and my real-life team um, because – there are targets to be had in the Giants' offense, and somebody has to get them. Here's the problem with your injury history 
issue is that he's already hurt himself on the New York Giants turf. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they'll have to get. I think used in his rookie it. year, he rolled his ankle, and he was out for a number of weeks. So it's a dangerous place. Yeah. Uh, not a great start. Yeah, but I'd take him just because he is on my fantasy team. The other options would be, yeah, like Brandon Cooks would be nice as well. Good player. No, um, I'm, I'm, my point stands. I, I'm pretty sure he rolled. He like rolled he his ankle hurt, against yeah. against the Giants on the MetLife turf, and mm-hmm. um, might not be a good fit. Was my point. Well, yeah. it's interesting, John, that you mentioned the Giants because I was going to extend uh, Corey's question here to not just your fantasy team, but your real life mm-hmm. football allegiance. Um, it has to be the Giants need a wide receiver, obviously. Like they have Jones is playing really well. Barkley's playing, you know, he's the best running back in the NFL again. Um, but they are they literally have guys off the practice squad. And I don't know if you guys are watching the games or what. Jones is hitting these guys in the numbers every week. And they're just the ball is hitting them in the chest. Yeah. And falling onto the floor. Yeah. Um, they need a wide receiver, whether it's Cooks, Judy, Claypool, I guess, if the price is right. They have to get one of the guys and just try, at least. Would you take an aging Keenan Allen? No, I think he's pretty badly hurt, honestly. Like, he he limped out there and then just, like, shut it down really quick last week. Tell me about it. (laughs) Like, he was out there for, what, a quarter, maybe less? Um, not looking no, good I for would, Keenan. I, I would, I wouldn't take him now. He's like he's past thirty as well. Yeah. How about um, yourself, uh, Commissioner? What would you do for the Browns if you could have one hypothetical trade that would just improve the Browns and their chances of making the playoffs or even winning a Super Bowl? What would you like to see happen? Uh, well, it's got to be on the defensive side, um, yeah. interior. So I'm thinking defensive tackle, middle linebacker is not that important these days. So um, I'm thinking a Vita Vea kind of guy, a run stuffing yeah. player, a Jeffrey Simmons from Tennessee. He's a gun player. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Errol Annan, Annan, Errol, Errol. Aaron, Aaron Donald, perhaps. Donald, Aaron Donald, if he could magically appear on the Browns, I think he would probably the most be he would be the most mm. impactful guy possible. Um, so yeah, interior interior line slash middle linebacker. I think that's what we need. Well, for the Ravens, I think we would stay on the defensive side of the ball too, Commission. And I think I would love to see a pass rusher and a truly elite pass rusher, maybe one of the Bradley Chubb. Chubb, uh, yeah, John, you mentioned Chubb uh, during the break. That would be nice, honestly, just someone to to help get uh, that pass rush home because we've mm-hmm. we've kind of struggled. We drafted uh, a young man this year who's had a, a a bad injury, still not played yet. So hopefully he can get healthy and 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 improve that position for us. But for now, I would love to see Nick Bosa at, yeah. as a Raven. Yeah, that would be nice, you know, to take uh, one of the best NFL defensive ends. And throw them on your team. <laughs> Why not? I mean, the commission said Aaron Donald, so I think I yeah. can take both. Well, I, that, was direct, that was directed at both of you because you you just took the like two top three defensive ends. This is uh, a hypothetical, was, sir. 
I'm hypothetical like and I was answering the question. <laughs> I'd like Justin Jefferson to appear on the Giants too. There you um, go. There's the truth. But uh, it's it's just not going to happen. But I think Chubb could go to either the Browns or the Ravens if they really wanted him. It's going to be a first round pick though. Yeah. Like you're going to have to trade a first round pick for for sure. Yeah. For Chubb, I I, I think that's what he's probably graded as. All right. Well, Commission, it's been a, a great episode once again with you, sir. Nice to have you on the podcast for the first time this season. And no, it's uh, been a lot of fun. Any parting I... words of wisdom for our listeners or for your, your league mates out there? And uh, any any comments on the collusion trades that are going on in this league? Indeed. That just seem to get rubber stamped right through. Uh, I'm not... I mean, if people want to pay me more, I'd be more willing to stick up for the truth and the honor. I see. But at the moment, I'm paid zilch. And so I'm, I'm at the whim of whoever. The free market. The free market. The free market. There you go. Literally whoever, the free market. But you can be bought is what you're saying. Intri- well, you know, it's, it's a tough job up here. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm running the data. I'm analyzing the files and I'm getting nothing for it. And I'm just getting shit whenever a trade goes through. So, yeah, I've got to get it. Got a little, got to get a little bit myself, you know. Good to know. I just, I just tend to believe that any trade between Rutro and the chicken dinners, there's something going on stinks. behind the scenes. Stinks. There, it stinks. Any trade they do just seems so suspect. Um, like nobody's heard of this Deluch guy. Um, and now he's being, he's being traded for the only person Aaron Rodgers throws to. Yeah. Sus. <laughs> Oh, Antonio hasn't done shit this year. He's been a bum. Like it's. <laughs> I mean, it would. I think it's a to to cast your um, collusion dispersions on the number thirty six tight end is <laughs> a reach. Uh, I think it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that's you know. Well, that's just how it goes when it's a slow week. There you go. We gotta make okay. a story somehow. <laughs> we, gotta we gotta make, make a, a story. We gotta make stories up. You know, I can um, understand that. We have to get things going on. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for joining us. Any other parting words that are not related to trades or rumors? Dog pound. Dog pound. Oh my god. Don't worry, some guy Keith will censor that out. Yeah, that's got to be gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we don't support Deshaun Watson or any of his. Is, uh, no one supports him. I don't know. I've seen a lot of Browns fans wearing. Yeah, Washington there's some weird shit days. going on. Yeah, I think the tide is turning. The Browns fans are like have forgiven him. And Every now time they, they lose, yeah. it's gets they a little easier him. to embrace Watson. Yeah, like well, if we had Deshaun, we probably, you know. I I feel like it it would go with any fan base. It's like, uh, this guy might be better. Nah. He's had a few convictions here. Yeah. Let's give him a try. Let's give him a try. He's had about two dozen convictions as the problem. I know. It's not quite the same level, <laughs> but uh, hey, fans, have got short, the... fans have got short memories, and yep. the season is not that long. You've got to fucking win. you got to win. Honestly, so, honestly the, 
they put you in a tough spot, the owner, but you got to just ride it out, see what happens. Ride it out, indeed. John, let's sign this one off. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, keep on going deeper. And make sure you get those danger witches, or whatever they're called. Indeed. Anyway, they're moldy, and they're disgusting. <laughs>